Disclaimer, in this podcast, we might use some three, four, five letter bad words, like maybe fuck, possibly even shit. butthole. Not a bad word. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna. That's so. That's the most innocent bad word you could throw in. So, just so everybody knows, uh, you've been warned, and on with the show. And you know what's really great? fucking smiling at people without a mask it's wonderful i love it <laughs> do you get to do that at work or just mean right now uh i mean just like just smiling at people like when i when you go we're recording by the way oh <gasps> look at that i knew you were gonna do that to ha! me i love doing that to you hey everybody what's on my what is on my floor i, I oh, thought you i thought you were gonna say what's on my face i'm like Mel, this, this no, is... I just looked in the little zoom window. I was like, what's on my floor? I thought it was a cat, but I don't have a cat. So I got scared for a minute. It's my slippers. Oh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoy smiling at people without a mask. Cause like when I'm outside on, I haven't gone for an old man walk for a while, but going for just a walk and just smiling at people and having people smile back at you. I don't want to talk to them. Don't get me wrong. I do. I do not want to converse with them. <laughs> I don't want to engage with you in any way, no, but I just want to smile at them. I want to see your chicklets. Thank you. Smiley face. Oh, I guess we should say you are listening to filters removed and I am Dwayne Larson. I'm Melissa Johnstone. We and completely forgot to introduce the we, we, we did. I was listening to it. I'm like, um, I think we missed a big portion of what we're supposed to be doing here. And also, you know, people are listening so they're they 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 already know who they're listening to but i guess it's good to introduce ourselves you know who we are new. you know who you are you know who everyone is um we read stories uh funny stories from photographers and uh, and, and we and we promise you're not going to learn a goddamn thing I, I really hope you don't learn anything and it's like a it's like a bedtime story like it's true. a couple of bedtime stories and sometimes you know they're 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 good all the stories are good but you know Depend what your okay. It depends if you like poop or not, because it seems like the last few have I mean dealt with. There's, some, there, there's a good run of poop stories there. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it's you attracting that. You're it, manifesting it. You're putting it into the universe, and you're getting it back like a boomerang of poop. I don't I, know. I, I manifest a poop every morning. What well, I, what what do you need? I'm, that's the best way to start the day. <laughs> it's. I agree. And oh god. It's really funny. I, I was having a conversation with a friend today and do you know what a mouth sandwich is? A mouth sandwich? Yes. A mouth sandwich. Uh, don't you put all sandwiches in your mouth? Well, yeah, but this is more, you know, when you make a sandwich in your mouth, when you have like, I don't eat meat or a lot of meat, but you know, you take a bite of like sausage or some kind of meat and then you take a bite of cheese and then you throw a cracker in there and you just make a little mouth sandwich yeah that's not no what no How? you make it first and then you put ah. you don't make a sandwich in your saliva you make it and then you put it in the hole damn it what's wrong with people <laughs> it's 
fucking mouth sandwiches. They're amazing. Oh my God. Speaking of mouth sandwich today, I was, so I, I went to a spin class today, which is lovely because the mm-hmm. studio is open again. And uh, even though I have a bike right here beside me, uh, I like to go into the studio, it, like changes the energy of things, mm-hmm. but long story short, uh, I went, I had a really late lunch. It was like three o'clock or something. And my spin was five 30 and I had Caesar salad for lunch. Oh Jesus. And so I'm, I'm on the bike and I I'm wearing like one of those really thick, cause we have to wear masks. And if for anyone who's like listening to this in a hundred years, if you dug this podcast out of like a time capsule or something, uh, we're in a pandemic right now. So we're wearing face masks <laughs> all the time. Uh, I don't know what a podcast would look like dug out of a time capsule, but no. any longest story ever, uh, very thick face masks for working out the kind of like stay off your face, the Under Armour ones. And I burped. Oh, jeez. Uh, a solid burp of Caesar salad, mm. which is basically just like a mouthful of garlic. Garlic and anchovies. <laughs> and I just had this moment of like, oh, God, <laughs> like trying to like air out my mask as I'm sweating profusely on the bike. Yeah. Trying not to barf. Oh, that was something. It was great. So mouth, it, that was my mouth sandwich. It, your mouth salad. <laughs> That's, you know, you toss a salad in your mouth. Um, yes. is, is, are, are your classes like, are there a lot of people or is it like one-on-one stuff? No, no, they're, they're group spin classes. Yeah. They're just really reduced. Like normally, oh, I don't know how many bikes are normally. I think there's normally like 40 bikes in there or like close to 40. And right now there's 14. So they're just really distanced and everyone's masked up and stuff, except for the instructors, not masked. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got to talk and yell at you. Listen, anyone who wants is willing to go out to a gym or whatever isn't going to be so worried about that stuff, right? Like, I'm sure if they were like, you guys can ride without a mask, everyone would take it off. Yeah, I I, I couldn't, because I know the Cindy Clausen where I would run in the winter normally is open again, but I just refuse, I don't refuse to wear a mask. I'm not an anti-masker. I'm not any of that crap, but I don't want to wear a mask and work out especially if I'm running. Cause I'll just be sucking a mask in. Um, it's really hard you have to like the first time I went back to spin and then wore, uh, I wore the wrong mask. I wore like one of those scuba style ones. And yeah, it was like, as if I had put a plastic bag on my head and duct tape it. Like it was, yeah. it was horrifying. I was like, this is the most uncomfortable 45 minutes of my life. So yeah, you have to, if you're going to work out with a mask, you have to get an actual workout mask or I've heard the disposable ones, like just the medical ones are the best for that. Cause you can oh, actually okay. They don't like suck in and they, you can get really good airflow and stuff. So, yeah, I've, I've, I've wondered about that. Cause I know like Under Armour and companies like that have very expensive, like 50, $60 expensive. masks, but yeah. if you They're can breathe, pricey. then it makes it easier. Yeah. They are thick, so it's hot, but mm. it stays off your face and you can breathe. So it's like, Hey, this is a masks one one podcast guys. <laughs> if you need to know where to get your masks, uh, Under Armour, you can pay us now. Yeah, Under Armour, give us some money. Give us some of that Under Armour money because you're, you're you're still making it, and I know you are. And something actually, um, on the last podcast, I wanted to talk to you about was, you know how people always say, you know, if I won a million dollars, I do this. If I, you know, won the lottery, I do this. And again, me and another friend were having this conversation. What? And I'm trying to I trying to remember what mine is now but if you could have i'm calling it a self wish so it's a selfish wish so you know not one of these things where i i'd cure covid i'd 
cure AIDS. I cure world hunger. So this is completely just for you. Not, not Gavin, not the kids, not anything. This is just a Mel wish. Yeah. What would your wish be? And she, she had a whole, it was great. Hers was, um, she would want a pair of pants that fit perfect, no matter how much weight you lost or gained. They're always (laughs) perfect. And in the pocket would always be $50. So like you take the 50 (laughs) bucks out. I love it. it, Cause I'm like, why wouldn't you just have it so that you could make those and sell them? Cause then one person would only like, you'd only ever wear or own one pair of pants and they're perfect every time. And then you don't got to worry about the $50 in your pocket. That was just me, but I'm greedy and I like the money, but that's handy. I like it. Can you, what, what, what would yours be? I don't know. I'm thinking really hard right now. I, I feel like the lame thing to say is like, yeah, to never, to always whatever you want and never gain weight, mm-hmm. but also is that really what I want to waste that wish on? Like, fuck no. Well, while you're uh, thinking, I'll, I'll, I just remembered what mine was and oh. you know how people always want to be like a star, especially in these days, like influencers, people getting on TikTok thinking they can, you know, be the next big thing and get paid millions of dollars for doing nothing or doing something. Mine yeah. would be, but then when they get that big, you can't go out and get groceries. You can't go to the store. You can't go do stuff because you get mauled. Like people like Justin Bieber can't go out and have a normal life because they're Justin Bieber. Yeah. So I thought, and I love music so much. I would want to be the, like the, the always the it producer or writer. So no one ever knows who I am except no one knows what you look like. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the stars and the people that make kind of the machinery go, but I would be making buttloads of money because sure, you know, like Selena Gomez sings a song, but every time that song gets played, she doesn't necessarily get paid most of the money. The people that write the song and produce the song get a lot of the money. Uh, you immediately need to go write a song for Selena Gomez <laughs> right after this. And it will be about poop. Oh God. It probably will be. It probably would be. Oh man. I don't know. I think unlimited vacations like for forever. Mm-hmm. Not not even un- unlimited money, just like unlimited vacation money. That's yeah. what I would want. Cause that's the hardest thing, especially when you're self-employed, like we are, mm-hmm. it's, you know, if we don't work, we don't get paid. That's a huge thing. Whereas like yeah, other, other exactly. folks can take, you know, the two weeks off and they still get paid for it. But I, I just love traveling. Traveling is awesome. But now that we have, uh, you know, two kids, like we always try to do, uh, I mean, right now no one's traveling, but mm-hmm. no, in normal non panty world, uh, not panty. Non-panty I said, I panty. you did I say panty. <laughs> I said panty, but then I was like, I have to, just just in case someone's not in with the lingo and thinks I said panty, I said panty. Uh, and then in non-pandemic times, we usually try to do like a big trip, mm-hmm. uh, like a big family trip somewhere. And then, but Gavin and I also want to go on a trip, the two of us. Yeah, obviously. Somewhere big. But then we also love to do like, our thing has been at the end of wedding season, like usually in October. 
uh, when the busy season dies down, just the two of us will go away for just like three days, just somewhere quick and easy. Like uh, we've done New Orleans, we've done Nashville, New York, we've done a couple times, uh, like just somewhere kind of quick like that, where you can just have like a great three day, like kind of getaway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like to have like at least three trips a year <laughs> that are non-work related. Right. Yeah. Cause so, so much of our, I mean, our traveling is, is work related and as much as, yeah. And again, it's first world problems. It's, you know, oh, boo-hoo, you get to go travel. Yes, I get it. But when you're traveling, especially when it's folks you don't, with folks you don't know, it's not like you're cutting loose like you would with just your friends or your partner. It's like you're you're kind of on the clock somewhat. I always find the other side of the resort and just get pissed by myself. Or if the, the crew is good enough, they generally don't care either. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And also on a destination wedding like that, when you're all crammed into one resort, you, you learn a lot about, <laughs> about the entire, like, not just the wedding party, not just the bride and groom, but everyone there, like, by the time you shoot that wedding, you're like, I know too much yeah, <laughs> about definitely. everyone, like, seen them all like absolutely tuned, like, oh, yeah, it's an adventure. It's a whole different experience. Yeah, this has been the first year in, in 10 years that I haven't gone anywhere in a year. Like no, no destination wedding, no, no traveling, no. Where's the last place? We went away like right before the pandemic hit. We, we just did like an all-inclusive trip to Mexico. We brought the girls and then we brought my mom Mm because she never travels anywhere. So we just like, it was like a gift. And we're just like, come. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was, I did one wedding in Jamaica and then I was home for, I think, a couple weeks. And then I had two. I was in Mexico for 14 days, which was yeah. good but bad because I'm not a resort person. I, I don't mind them for the first little bit. And then I'm like, fuck this. I need to get off resort. And I um, uh, I know a couple down there um, that actually took me out off resort and got some amazing tacos from this little vendor and it was like a buck fifty a taco, and it was incredible, and they were so good. Oh, that's fun! You know, I I feel like I've done some. This is again first world. Pro- this is not a problem. This is not something complain to complain about. But I'm gonna say this right now. I have been to so many resorts for destination weddings. I don't do as many anymore now. After we had kids, I just kind of didn't promote it as much, but. Mm. Um, I have become such a resort snob. <laughs> uh, nothing is good enough for me anymore. <laughs> just like expect, I expect so much from, and then I, I hate myself uh, a little bit more every day <laughs> that I'm there. Uh, yeah. So now I'm like super picky. I mean, but you, you, you come by it honestly. You, you admit it. You're not you know, one of those fake people that's like, no, but don't you find like, as you get older, you really appreciate a good hotel room. Oh yes. Upgrade. Like when we were what, like 20, you'd stay in any like shit stained motel and and go party and like, whatever, it didn't matter. Like you're just like, I'm just coming here to pass out, like just to sleep or whatever. Like we don't care. Let's save some money. And now we're like, let's splurge for like this view and for like the nice, uh sweet and everything because it's just like you you just want to get a really good sleep and you want to get up and have your 
your nice little coffee maker in the room. <laughs> like, just I feel like I need all the amenities now. I guess that's just part of getting older. You just like, yeah, I it's know. I I agree. And last time we went to L.A., <clears throat> excuse me, um, I I booked our Airbnb because I love staying in Airbnbs because I like staying in. I, I, I like staying in other people's houses, kind of like their their rental homes, because it just gives you a different feel than being stuck in a shitty kind of hotel area where you can't. There's nothing interesting around, and yeah. so I booked it, and we got into LA that night, and it was so fucking cold in this house that didn't have a <laughs> heater or the heater didn't oh, no. work, and then like on all the windowsills, it was so dirty and so gross that we like we ended up moving the next day and airbnb comped us like a couple days for free and they they took care of us really great but ever since then april's like you're not you're not allowed to pick the airbnbs because apparently i picked the wrong one and then we got this beautiful million like few million dollar house that was right off Holly or sunset hollywood i don't know somewhere it was yeah. very close but yeah it was amazing <laughs> and i kind of wanted to try to figure out who owned the house because it had like big brother skateboard magazines in it. It had Steve-O, a bunch of Steve-O DVDs in it. And I'm like, is this a professional skateboarder's house? Yeah. And if so awesome. I want to know who it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been, I haven't, I haven't Airbnb too much to be honest, oh, but our whole... I mean, as soon as I'm allowed to, I'm going to fucking Airbnb everywhere. My, my favorite, my favorite is like the weirder, the better. So like when, when you, like we were in New Zealand, one of the nights, two of the nights, we stayed in this weird, like tenting thing, this big, huge, permanent tent structure. It was, it was wonderful. I loved it. Um, I've never been to New Zealand, oh. so. I would stay in a shit-stained shit hotel. <laughs> Just, I would stay in a shit-stained hotel anywhere, anytime right now. Any, <laughs> give me, give me like anything, and I will, I will go there. You give me an option, and I'm, I'm gonna head out. Also, I had. A uh, why, why don't we go and just do like a day trip or a, a weekend trip that we can go? For you, you and April, me and Gav, we'll go stay at a hotel in Brandon, Manitoba, <laughs> two two hours away. Oh, and just, and we're on vacation. That would be so funny. We can go eat at what's in Brandon. Do they have a? They probably have a Boston pizza. We can go eat a Boston. Oh, pizza. I'm sure they have a Boston pizza. Does we could pretend we all live together in the same household and have. Uh, we're, we're polyamorous we could lie <laughs> oh god so which weird. which it's very funny you mentioned that because i like i like to pose these questions to you and you know it, it's always interesting and i had this i'm always slightly scared whenever you as you should be because i think this is a good one but have you ever had because you you haven't worked a, like a a day job with other folks in a long time um, Not for very long, no. But you, you've had them, you know, obviously. But have you ever had a sex dream about a coworker or a friend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot lie. But not one that I was involved in. Okay. <laughs> but yes, I won't, I won't elaborate. <laughs> 
maybe photography related. Oh. <laughs> but no, yeah, actually, yeah. Okay. Anyways, continue. That's well, I, I was just wondering because like I I don't dream or I'm sure I do dream, but I just don't remember my dreams ever. Okay, so, can I tell you this? Because I'm going to juice it up right now. Yep. And I've never told anyone who it is, but get juicy. I, I had a dream once that like one of my old bosses was was having sex with someone that I worked with in the photography world. Oh. And I like kind of witnessed it. And then I was like, I don't know what to do with my life now. And then I woke up and then I felt really weird for several days. <laughs> I was like, what does this mean? Can I Google this exact situation and someone can tell me the meaning of this dream? But yeah. Turns okay. out if you Google like my old boss and my new coworker having sex in a dream means X. It, it's not a thing. That it's no. It's. <laughs> yeah. The, the last dream that I had, and it wasn't a sex dream. I mean, I've had dreams where I've dreamt April's cheating on me. Oh, no. I mean, I just wake up and I like. I, I'm pretty, I guess I'm pretty, ra- no, I'm not ma- mad at all. I'm like, I'm pretty rational. Like I wake up being kind of sad and depressed and like, oh, that fucking sucks. And then I like look around. And I'm like, no, I'm sleep. I was sleeping. I'm good. I'm just going to go back to sleep now. But the last yeah. one I had was, um, cause I've been doing a lot of Photoshopping lately, which I don't do a lot of, but I actually dreamt about Photoshop. Oh man. And I, yeah. I, I'm like, I, this You've isn't been doing fun. it so much. This is not fun at all. Who dreams about Photoshop? That's not sexy. Listen, I, uh, I, if you do it all day, you start to dream about it. Like, have you, <laughs> have you had wedding anxiety dreams? I don't think I have. I mean, I've had, no, maybe <laughs> I have. Yeah, I've definitely had, but it's more centered around like, especially if it's a super shitty weekend where it's like, crappy weather from thursday to sunday and there's no window for anything i think that's more maybe where i have my bad anxiety dreams about oh i've i because i used to always when i worked in serving and i served at a bunch of restaurants i would have these intense server anxiety dreams where like you're the only server in the restaurant somehow no one has shown up to bartend or to host and you have to like all of a sudden like every table gets sat at the same time and you have to go and take all the day. Like, it's just like a, the actual nightmare that you have somehow also lived at one yeah. point, but like wedding anxiety dreams. Like I've had some doozies. Like I had one where I was supposed to shoot my best friend's wedding, which by the way, I was in, in real life. I was the maid of honor. So, but I had a dream then later on that I was about to shoot her wedding and that the sun was setting, the ceremony hasn't started. My husband is drunk and naked and he's in a golf cart at my grandma's house. And where are my cameras? (laughs) Well, my camera bag is locked up in my trunk and my keys are with Gavin, but Gavin is drunk and has no clothes on. So where are my keys? And I just like can see the wedding party, like walking down the street across from my grandma's house, like walking to the ceremony somehow. And I'm like, no, I'm going to miss it. And then I'm stressing out because I'm like, we haven't done any portraits yet. We haven't done yeah. X, Y, and Z. Like I didn't even shoot that wedding. And like, I woke up and I was just like, thank fucking God that this isn't real. Like what a stressful day, but those are the types of wedding anxiety dreams I would have, which is so funny because I'm not, I don't get anxious about no. doing weddings like in real life, but I'll just have these weird yeah. dreams. It's like, Oh my God, like good thing that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I rarely get anxious over weddings anymore at all. Like the night leading up, 
I'm maybe anxious to make sure that, you know, everything is charged because I packed the, the, the bag the night before, just make sure flashes are there. Everything is ready to go. But yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say it's the easiest day in the world, but it's just kind of another day. I'm ready to go. There's not yeah. much that's going to get thrown our way. That's going to completely. No, you've got your up. routine. You've got your routine. Also, I scoot. I, I scooted the other day. For like where when, where did you? Uh, I went down to south of the city. Wayne bought a scooter. I bought a scooter. Yes, so I, not not I was I wasn't scooting across people's lawns on my butt, although I might do that. Um, but I yeah I went. It was like a 15, 20 minute drive, and then hung out with some folks, and then came back on that really nice day, the that we just oh, had. Yeah. You know when yeah. it was plus twenty, and now, you know. It's what not. The fuck was today? Oh that, my god, that was horrific. It, yeah, that wind. That wind is okay. We're not going to talk about the weather because we're better than that. <laughs> Motherfuckers were better than that. It was a. It was crazy. It was crazy weather, you guys. Anyways. Oh. It's one of those uh, nights. I can't wait for you to scoot through the sixty k wind though. <laughs> tell me all about it oh i am i am gonna like i'm gonna scoot out to ride your house one day i'm totally scooting out to point, your house like, oh i i want you to ride your scooter and listen to meatloaf at the same time <laughs> tell me about that experience me me and a friend who also has a scooter because we've been talking back and forth because i had to buy a pretty heavy duty lock fort because i don't trust fuckers in this city and i was so i was talking to him i'm like how do you lock it up blah 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 all this stuff and he's a really great musician and kind of voice actor and songwriter and he's phenomenal. So we're going to do some original music. So I may be singing. It's not going to be good if I got to do it. And we're going to do some like video stuff because he also does video work as well. So my idea that I pitched to him was we could be like both scooting down the, the street and doing various things and the uh the golden girls theme is playing in the back i love that song because it would be we and we would both get dressed up like just badass bikers and yeah. just look all tough and we're on Think scooters being a friend travel down the road and back again anyways yeah it's a good one it's a solid tune i used to sing that to my to the girls like as lullabies <laughs> That's great. I can never think of it words to any songs or I just sing that one. <laughs> we, we, we actually have, when we, we picked up at a flea market, a nice little eight by 10 of the golden girls that is oh. up, that is up in our bedroom right now. It's like hung up like a family. We've got the Jeffersons in the, in the, the main room from the cast of the Jeffersons in a thing. I love shit like that. It's hilarious. We don't have, oh pictures of our actual family up we just have pictures of the golden girls and the jeffersons which i think is fun i love golden Girl. i love how blanche was literally the horniest person in the whole planet and she's like i i don't know in her 60s 70s 60s yeah the prime of the show was i i don't i don't know anyways i just loved i loved the storylines around her i thought they were so good and like, oh i gotta watch that show again i wonder if it's on it's on uh, prime it's on Prime. Yeah, yeah, and Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty was my favorite. The um, the mom. Whatever. Oh her, yes. What, what yes. the hell was her name? R.I.P. Yes, I mean they're all 
Oh, oh no, Betty White. Betty White's the only one that's still alive. They're all yeah. dead except Betty White. Rose. Betty White mm-hmm. will never die. Bea Arthur died? I'm I so... think Bea Arthur died, yeah. Every time I tell people about this podcast, I'm like, just so you know, do not listen to it around your kids. And if you're at work, make sure there's headphones in because we 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 don't script anything short of the stories that all y'all send us in. But we don't script anything else. Everything else is kind of Literally. just off the cuff. Literally. Um, should should we should we tell some stories? Yeah, we should definitely tell some stories. Um should tell some fiction. I think I'm starting this week. Um okay, I'm gonna start with this one. Hello, Dwayne and Melissa. Hi. Hi. Hello. Loving the podcast so far. I have so many stories to tell, but I'll share the biggest one from 2020 because you know it couldn't have gotten any worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nope, not at all. Mm-mm. Dumpster fire. Uh, okay, a local, in brackets, I was living in Winnipeg at the time, uh, dance company I'd been doing yearly headshots for asked me if I would take over their student dance portraits. I was so excited. We had worked out all the details, and then the first lockdown hit. We spent months and months working out different plans and scenarios as the June portrait dates approached. Pivot! <laughs> in all caps, my least favorite word ever. It's a lot of people's Pivot! least favorite word. 2020 pivot fuck off uh they were unable to have a dance recital as everything was closed because of the lockdown we were also unable to do the photos indoors as well as no group portraits so instead they decided to hire videographers to shoot small groups of dancers doing their routines over a four-day period in one of the city's parks uh, for the recital replacement at the same time i would be there to do portraits when they were finished their video parts weather in the prairies is unpredictable yes you are right Uh, So we crossed our fingers and hoped for the best with backup shoot dates in place. Uh, The big week came up and we were lucky enough to have an excellent forecast ahead of us with only one of the four days calling for possible showers. That's very lucky. Mm -hmm. Uh, This literally means nothing in the prairies because it can change on a dime, but we were hopeful. Yes, so true. Oh my God, I remember days I'm sidebarring, like I always do, uh, shooting um, fitness challengers when you schedule it in in the studio because you have boudoir people that want to do boudoir Mm -hmm. and then uh it's like plus 37 degrees celsius outside and our studio is in like the oldest building with no waste and so it's 10 degrees hotter in there and you're shooting in there for 10 hours that's some boob sweat and i was just having uh traumatic flashbacks okay Uh, The park was set up in stations. The dancers would check in, go to their routines for the videographers, then come to my area for portraits. At the videographer station, there was click tile flooring uh, uh, for the dancers to perform their routines on. At certain points of the day, the tile would get so hot that it would possibly burn their feet. So to avoid this, the dance studio staff covered it with a tarp between groups. All was working well the first two days at the stations. Then day three comes. This was that one day that I mentioned they were calling for possible showers. It was hot and the humidity was through the roof. Oh, the that's wind- that. Th- those days are my I least favorite. It. Yep. I it. yeah, I, I'm excited it. for it. I'm not going to lie. I want some hot, humid days where I'm swassing my ass off. Um, not. But the wind started gusting up to 100 <laughs> kilometers per hour <laughs> at times. Okay. Today, it was insane winds here. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was 60 kilometers an hour. And so cold as fuck. A hundred kilometers? That's like you're hanging on to the the light post like a cartoon. Yep. 
and your clothes are blowing off. Um, And it did spit a little spit a little bit here and there. However, the big storm was going to miss us, but we still got to experience the edge of what was brewing. We were all still able to go on with our shooting. So game on. In between the classes that would come through my station, I was using a plastic bag to cover my camera, which was on a tripod to keep my camera safe from the light rain, just to be safe. Camera condom. It's water resistant, but I worried it would just downright, or sorry, it would just outright downpour at any given moment. So I wanted to be proactive. That's smart. Then we hear on the other side of the trees, a huge gust of wind take out the tarp that was at the performance area, which caused me to jump up from the ground where I was sitting, waiting for my next group to come through to go help the staff with that situation. At the time that I jumped up, the wind gust also took my plastic bag that was protecting my camera across the park. So I instinctively chased after that instead. I got to the bag that ended up caught in a tree um, grabbed it and turned to see that my tripod and camera were gone. Oh no. This was all in a span of about two seconds. Mm-hmm. Panic, sheer and utter panic. Where TF, <laughs> where the fuck did my camera go? My first thought was someone stole it in brackets. God bless Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a real thing. Um, it's I, know very true. Their, I know someone who got their camera bag stolen from them. Literally it was, they were shooting a couple in downtown and the camera bag was right beside her. And the couple basically watched this guy like run up, grab the camera bag and run away. Oh shit. So, so this is a real fear. Yep. Um, anyway, so she, uh, this person says, but no, how could they, as I literally turned around for two seconds and there was no one in the immediate vicinity that I could see other than my assistant. This is all going through my mind as I walk dizzily back to my station. When I get closer, I see my tripod is collapsed on the ground, body still attached, but where is the lens? Oh, Jesus. I look a few more feet away, and there it is, broken into so many pieces. Oh, fuck. I hope you have insurance. Ooh. I have insurance. In shock, I gather up everything I can and shakily lay out the carnage on my table, playing it super cool, even though I wanted to puke and cry. I guess what happened in the two seconds I turned around was a wind gust took my whole tripod up into the air a few feet and then threw it down again. I'm actually super grateful I did not see it because I would have died. Oh. I had just purchased the 24 to 70 millimeter lens gently used from one of the camera stores in the city a few months prior. Now it was super broken. Oh, that sucks so bad. <laughs> not just broken. It's super broken. Super broken. broken. Uh, when you get to a level more than broken, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's you're in some serious shit. Um, it literally snapped off of the camera body when it hit the ground. Uh, that might be lucky, actually. Yeah, like if it, it off. if it breaks off the camera body and doesn't actually mm-hmm. break the mount in the camera body, because you tell could. Me, you used to work at a camera store. Tell me, it's better that it snapped off, right? Oh, definitely. I would, because that can just be usually replaced like the camera i was gonna say replacement store jesus christ the (laughs) camera repair store yeah they they do their thing and just that's easier than i mean if your camera body gets fucked up it could be sensors it could be there's a few more things that i wouldn't want to deal with yeah I was able to remove uh, what remained of the lens from the body, checked the camera out, and it was still good. So, phew. I put all the pieces 
into the plastic bag, threw a different lens under my camera, shot the rest of the day three and four without a hitch. All ended well with the portraits part. Thank baby Jesus, but my poor broken ass lens. After some phone calls and emails, I was directed to a camera repair shop in the city, probably Computech, <laughs> and they fixed it up good as new for me. I'll never walk away from my tripod without removing my camera ever again. They fixed the friggin' lens. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Computech does some amazing work. They've, <gasps> that's where, again, they should pay, be paying us for this goddamn shit. But I'm just assuming it's them, but they're kind of the place to go. That's it here in Winnipeg. Sorry, I was speaking a little quick there, but it was a longer, uh, longer email. So I just didn't want to drag it out. But yeah, that's fucking scary, man. Like anything that happens with your gear, like have you ever had like your lights down or whatever knock over? Or... Um, I've had, I've been very fortunate. I've had it like, you know, the, the drunk uncle. I always keep a, try to keep, and there's, you know, the person, you know, that motherfucker that's going to knock it over. Oh, I have my eye on them the whole time. Either like... it's a dipshit kid. Or, and I'm not faulting them. They're just running around being dipshit kids as they should at a wedding. Cause they don't want to be there. They're, no. they're just running around doing their thing, but it's going to be one of them. Or it's going to be that drunk asshole that has walked by it all night. He fucking oh, knows like, it's there. Like the guy who fell through my backdrop in one of the last yeah. episodes. Yeah. And smashed his head on the fucking wall. Uh, and I always watch them. And I've, <laughs> I've been lucky enough that when it's fallen, either a videographer has like grabbed it or I've grabbed it or somebody else has like caught it before it like hit the ground and like shattered. Oh yeah. I've had a couple close calls like that too, but I mean with a camera. Yeah. Thankfully knock on wood. The only bad thing that's happened was actually when I was shooting for you and I was out shooting an engagement session out in Ontario, shooting away, shooting away. And all of a sudden you hear the dreaded click, click. And I'm like, Oh, what is this? And I like look at the image and it's like black halfway through. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's not shit my pants right here. It's just was that, a D- was that a D750? That was, yep, yeah, 750. Those things that remember they had all the shutter recalls mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, well, mine's had two replacements done to it now. So hopefully I'm good. Great cameras, but those shutters are up too par and then luckily the very last shot was going to be i was going to change cameras anyway because i wanted yeah. the d3s to get they were that's gonna, why you have two cameras yes, you should always have two cameras always and even if you don't think you're going to need the second camera bring the second camera just if it sits in your bag that's fine that's where yeah. just do it yeah yeah, yeah. i uh, i had a Actually, I was shooting at the ledge. This must have been, this was a long time. It must have been like 2013, 2012 or something. And I was, I had set up some OCF and uh, yeah, one of the, I, 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 I'm assuming someone bumped it. I'm sure there was kids running around there, but yeah, you hear a big crash. I look over and one of my speed lights is on the ground oh. in like probably 20 to 30 pieces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just all over. Everything was all over the place. Funny thing, I managed to put it back together myself. Oh, really? It worked. It It just made the most horrific noises when you turned it on. It was like... (laughs) It's like, good morning. I'm the oldest man on the planet. I think I still have... Is that the one that I bought from you? That's like all... It was like all jacked up and like kind of wiggly at the top. 
Oh, maybe it, it worked absolutely perfect. Yeah, like I, still I use it for a long time. I still, I think, let me see. I think I still have it. Yeah, it's, it was a solid little cannon. Uh, because I, 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 uh, I use that. I used that one for when I shot shows and I got like in the pit. I'm like, yeah. all right, if this gets wrecked, I don't care that much because yeah, it's, you got to have a little piece to just like a little workhorse. Right. And you can just kind of be rough with. Yeah. Oh, that just sounded so dirty. I'm going to isolate that and do so many <laughs> things with it. That sounded even worse. Oh, just compile, just take pieces and just put them together and make a new podcast. Of <laughs> <laughs> just the dirtiest. That'll be that'll be like our our hundredth episode or something oh. like that. And I'll just take all the dirtiest, dirtiest stuff and splice them all together and then we'll never work in the city again. Cause yeah. <laughs> Nobody will hire us. But hey, we did so good on the, the charts for Canada. Yeah, we got we got uh, thanks guys. Yeah, thank you for listening and Getting us to number four. Number four. Number in the fucking visual, four. Visual arts uh, section. We got up to number four at one point this month and it changes every day. But still, that's like, that's huge. That means uh, a lot of Canadians were enjoying listening to us fucking ramble about. <laughs> ramble about nothing. And, oh, basically nonsense. <laughs> and we're really glad you're learning nothing because again. I'm so glad we're filling your ears and your hearts with fucking with fucking nothing. with nothing with nothing, nothing. and fucking oh, oh billy oh, my virgin ears stop it no there's nothing virgin on you come on now stop i can won't I, stop. stop can i pretend can i pretend to be a virgin uh <laughs> when the last time that gav and i uh were in Banff, and I feel like this was 2019, he booked the hotels, and we get there, and I was like, I lost my virginity here. (laughs) 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 And he he was just like, well, that's awkward. I'm like, is it, though? You're like, uh, I mean, that's still not, yeah, that's... We've been married forever, and we'll we're full of grown adults, but it yep. was just the funniest thing. Cause oh, I was like, and I remember making like, it was way back in the day. I remember like using the payphone to call home, collect like that night too. And just yeah. feeling old and different. So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm changed. <laughs> like it was the same hotel or just bam. This is, this is TMI. No, at the exact same hotel. <laughs> oh, that's great. That is so good. Cut all of this out. No way. This is staying in. Cause I will, if, if you're going to, if you're going to do this, I will bury myself with you. And I lost mine with, I still, she's a good friend of mine. We dated for eight years, high school sweethearts, that kind of thing. I lost mine during the Sunday night sex show with Sue Johansson. Oh my God. Yeah. Who wants to, who wants to have sex? with listening to her or seeing she was on the goddamn tv probably with like the banana and like yeah oh yeah yeah that's that's mine i mean special time i guess if i ever took april to her house and showed her the basement and was like this is where i lost my virginity <laughs> <laughs> then it might be a little weird but i wish you would and tell me all about oh it. man i i probably could although it'd be very weird doing it in front of this other person's 
mom and dad because I'm still fr- I'm still very good friends with all of them, and it would just yeah oh they just make fun of me, and then I'd have to get really drunk with them and forget about it because yep. I'm I'm never listening to this episode. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I can't. Fair. Yeah, listen back on this. I'm just gonna hate myself even more than I do right now at this moment. <laughs> Um, oh, my. oh yeah. So I, I did a, <clears throat> a, a deep dive, I guess I'm still, I'm still learning how to use Reddit. I still don't kind of get it, but I kind of get it, but I'm trying I'm to get it. You yeah, know, it's, like, it, it's, it, it, it's, I'm a work in progress, but there's so many rules. There's so many rules. There's so many stories. And then you get subreddits and sub subreddit. I don't, it's like the dark web. I don't get it. I want to get it, but I don't understand it. Do you want to get the dark web? Ooh, I would love to see what's on the dark. Some of what's <laughs> on the dark web. I know like just, I, I'd mm. want to see what's like, Oh, what's a good way to put this? Like I was going to say weird shit I can buy, but I mean like, no, it's going to be all, it's all probably snuff films. It's all probably a bunch of like gross pedophile. I just want child porn and probably people trying to assassinate, like trying to pay someone to assassinate their friend or something. And see, I just want to see if I can buy like a missile. That's all I want. That's all I want. I don't want any of that other gross shit. You're so you're so wholesome and pure. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the dark web to buy, to a, buy missile. a missile. It's like the nicest thing ever anyone's ever done well, in the dark. You know, I don't want to kill anybody. <laughs> I don't like uh, that other stuff is just you just, wanna, you just wanna look at the missile? I well, you know, I I'd, I'd like to go, you know, kick the tires a little bit, check it out, be like, oh, Soviet era or what, what to have and to hold forever and ever. What year is this missile? How many miles are on this missile? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I'm, I, I, I checked out Reddit and I think I found a pretty good one. It, I, I think it's pretty good. It's yeah. Never. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hop right into it. So I'm doing this wedding for a couple in any town USA. I can just say it doesn't matter. In San Diego, the bride wanted a post-ceremony shot in Balboa Park before the reception, which was downtown at the Hard Rock Hotel. I've been to San Diego, have not seen the hotel, Hard Rock Hotel, but shot a wedding in San Diego, actually. It was very nice. Ooh, um, I, I like San Diego. It's pretty. A whale's vagina. <laughs> Everything was going really well so far. The ceremony and the shoot at Balboa Park were really smooth. Good photos, and we were meshing with everyone really well. Time to go meet them at the hotel. Walking back to my car. Where am I? Yep. Whack, walk, whacking back to my car. Whacking. <laughs> I love whacking to the car. <laughs> walking back to my car and pull out my keys. The fucking car key is missing. <sighs> we we kind of had one at the, the last episode about this. I think back and I realize I have a new carabiner and have been fiddling with it in my pocket all day. The car key must have dropped off the keychain somewhere in the park. That's a literal needle in a haystack trying to retrace your steps and try to find a key. Yeah. So we scrambled around retracing our steps, looking for the key. This is a really big park and we went all over the place. We've been looking for about half an hour. This would fucking, sorry, sidebar. This would stress me out. Just, I wouldn't even, I just cut my losses. I would look for five, 10 minutes. If I can't find it, hop in a cab. 
I got more important shit to do unless my. Well, stats... I was gonna say, like, this person's in the middle of shooting a wedding, right? Yes, they're they're meeting, oh. going back to the reception. Oh yeah, okay. Um. So yeah, time we... is of the essence. Yes, we're <laughs> we're looking for about half an hour, and the sun is going down as well. Double side by. Wait, is her gear in the car? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think oh. they had their gear. Maybe something's in there, but oh, that God. that I get because then you got to get into the car. You got to get your stuff, especially if there's light stands and stuff like that. Yeah. We're supposed to be at the reception really soon. We get a call from the bride asking where we are. We still have time, but she's worried. Then we go back to the parking lot toward my car and my partner breaks down crying. <laughs> Mel, I'm not going to cry if this ever happens. I promise I won't cry. I, I might shart, but I will not cry. <laughs> She runs up, she runs up this random old guy and explains our story and begs him to take us downtown to this wedding ceremony. I'm also not going to do that. I'm not talking to the old guy. That's not my job. Plus he'll probably run away from me. Realistically. I'm covered. In, I'm covered in tattoos. He's running away from me without hesitation. He agrees. We jump up in the car and take him with him. Yeah. Without hesitation, he agrees. We jump in the car with him and he takes us straight there. Holy crap. We got there just as the bride was calling us again because they were a few minutes away from being introduced. We were, we were there with maybe a minute to spare, but we, we were able to completely play it off like nothing happened. Chad's of the story, we ended up getting a ride home later from the videographer who also happened to be a singer of a somewhat local, popular local group called stranger i don't know why that's in there but cool um that that yeah that's it sorry that i thought that was going somewhere but <laughs> that's how it ends and that was weird <laughs> oh i'm fired from this wait did they find the key i don't think so there's oh I, they just got back and it's it's i actually think it's funnier more funny watching or like reading the people's um comments like one person was like why didn't you take a cab <laughs> yeah, yeah makes total sense like just hop in a fucking cab and go do your job uh, so many questions whatever if you hate it we'll cut it out you can read a different one later we'll stitch it in it no one will know no you motherfuckers can listen to that <laughs> shitty story that i just told you and i promise i'll make it better on the next one you know what? I, uh, I, one time in, uh, like way back in the day, I feel like most, all my like stories are from so long ago. Like nothing dramatic happens anymore, but, um, I was shooting at Birds Hill Park and like where the really, really long grasses are. There's kind of like a, a rustic fence that kind of looks country at one part and there's a bunch of long grass. And, uh, at one point, so I'm shooting over, somewhere with the bride and the groom's kind of way back there kind of hanging out and all of a sudden he's like and this is grass that's like up to our like armpits like it's high mm -hmm. and all of a sudden he's like uh is this important and he pulls out my memory card case oh and that was back in the day when i used to shoot with a whole bunch of little memory cards and keep taking them out and keep the plate because it's like what if one fails yeah and now i'm like no i want to shoot on one giant fucking memory card with like a backup card in the camera yeah 
because I don't want to switch out cards and have a card in my pocket that I could lose because mm-hmm. that's what happened. The whole, like I would have lost the rest of their wedding day. Oh, I would hate uh, to have that the conversation. Only, the only thing that was on that card that I was shooting was like from the last 10 minutes. So the whole wedding day, like their ceremony, their getting ready, all that stuff would have been lost and gone. And I would not have noticed that was gone No, until we had gotten to the, there's no way. And there's no way I would have found it. No, if it's like in huge tall grass and it was in the most random spot. And I was like, oh yeah, thanks. And I pretended like it wasn't a big deal, but I was just like, I turned around and looked at my second shooter, like, holy fuck balls. (laughs) That was crazy. Oh, I would have like, I've definitely thought I've lost images, even though I knew I had them. Yeah. And I've had to like do a card recovery and thankfully they were there because I had already written, erased the card, but Thankfully, the the recovery program pulled them out, even though it was, I think it was, it wasn't RAWs. It was just high res JPEGs, but it's all I needed. It was good enough. It, yeah. I had a mini heart attack about that because I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Because it was, it is, it is a terrible feeling. Yes. Because it's, it's, I've also had ones where, and this is the only time it's ever happened. I've definitely undershot some things occasionally. Like, Maybe I didn't get enough photos of the bride. Not, no, not, I'd never fuck up the bride. I didn't get enough photos of like the groom or something. Like there's a few of them, but you know, maybe I should have done more. And in hindsight, I'm like, okay, do that next time. Learn, try to pay attention to both. But it was one night, came home. It was a great wedding, uploaded all my images. And then I was like laying in bed, just kind of like hanging out. And then I'm like, did I take any picture of the bridesmaids? I'm like, holy shit. Oh no. Did I? I'm like, I laid in bed for probably about half an hour. It's two 30 <laughs> in the morning. I'm like, ah, oh, I got to get up. I got to look. And I, I like, and yeah. I loaded it into a, a Lightroom catalog and checked it out. And I'm like, okay. Yep. I, I got it. I, again, not as many as I should have got, but, there was plenty enough there that it worked. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I have shot up from bed, like from like falling asleep and just been like, oh my god, I didn't take pictures of the rings. Like just like having a heart attack as yeah. if it's like the most important thing. And now I'd be like, oh well. Yeah. Because I think I feel like most of my clients don't care if I forget their rings. No, it unless uh, it's like more, I find most of my my people are more or uh, moment oriented now than detail oriented. Definitely that's important to some people. So I, I just do it anyways, but yeah, I've had those moments. It yeah. It's, it's not fun. It's like your stomach goes from like into your throat and it's like, Oh, how am I going to explain this? And then it's fine. And then you're fine. Cause you didn't actually fuck it up, which is good. Not like that yeah. last story I did. Uh- <laughs> I'm okay with it. Live and learn. It was fine. Someone lost their keys and it sucked. And then they got back there and we're all questioning their choices. Um, okay. So this is funny. I'm going to laugh a lot. Uh, okay. So it starts, I shot a wedding for a fellow photographer. Uh, so it was a photographer's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, photographer was getting married and a photographer was shooting it. Yay. The irony, uh, in a small bible town, a few hours away from home. It's always fun shooting, in a, shooting other photographers, right? And it's one of those little upside down smiley faces. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it 
it was a really nice, easy day. However, and the however is in all caps, mm. every time I asked the couple to kiss instead of a nice photogenic oh. worthy kiss, this couple would open both their mouths wide and start French kissing in the most dramatic, visually intense way that I have ever seen. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can picture it now. The videographers, my second shooter and myself could all see their tongues <laughs> lashing oh. around in big dramatic jaw movements. That's so fucking gross. Oh. Oh my God. Oh, so many flashbacks of like middle school or happening <laughs> as the day went on oh my god sorry i have to compose myself as the day went on we basically stopped asking them to kiss for phone oh i wondered to myself what might happen at the ceremony would they french super big after their i do's question mark yes yes they did oh that's so they couldn't okay i my sidebar is that it was said at the top that it's a very Bible-y town. So this, to me, is extra funny. That's, yeah, I mean, that. They're like, ceremony? That, yes, God, yes, yes. We will fall. we, yeah, we get it to have and to hold whatever. And then it's like full, like, full-on mouth attack. That, I mean, that, that part of me, that part of the story makes me very happy because it's like, a big kind of like themselves. yeah and it's a big kind of <laughs> like fuck you to all these bible people and we're just gonna do hong, hong, yeah hong, hong. just give her but oh uh, no, not when you're doing professional sound effects okay oh <laughs> oh guess what <laughs> the reception had a kissing game you guessed it oh. giant sloppy french kisses every time in all caps <laughs> Oh, I tried to make light of it and mention it jokingly to the videographers, but they seemed to pretend it wasn't a thing. I felt like maybe I was nuts and imagining it. When I was editing the photos, it was just as traumatic. I was definitely not imagining it. I gave the couple the best shots I could find of their sloppy kisses. Oh. So yes, photographers do ruin their own photos with kissing porn, and I am traumatized for life. Oh my god. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh. Beautiful. That's I I had one very similar and it was like I didn't really realize it cuz it you know you're going through the day, you're very focused in what you're doing, getting them to kiss. <laughs> and it, it was fine and then so I'm going through the images and going back through them and every time I got them to kiss she like sucked on his upper lip and like not oh. not like you know that the the lingering whatever not in a cute way not in a cute way like full out like <laughs> it was oh oh my god oh the romance Oh, it was I, I feel like it just goes straight into lust. It's like here, super bible town. Like we're super into each other. Like we're going to eat our faces now. We're going to suck face. Yeah. 
like a couple of teens. <gasps> maybe they, because it was a Bible, maybe they were saving themselves. For oh my God. Can you imagine that first night? Oof. How much Frenching do you think they did after? <laughs> that, that would be crazy. <laughs> how, how many, hang on. How many seconds do you think they French kissed for <laughs> when they got back to the hotel room? I'm... <laughs> oh god oh I i can't with this i just why is that so funny to me i can't i'm crying so oh i i'm gonna try to redeem myself mel i think i found a good one i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna th- again we're going off script here oh, you, give her. you're gonna read two i was gonna read one i give got her, I'm one ready. i'm ready i'm, I'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping this redeems for the earlier story so when I first decided to get really serious about my photography, I took my savings and bought a Canon 7D and a 70 to 200 lens. I'm not going to name all the things behind it because fuck off. You know what a 70 to 200 is. I was an arrogant early 20 something and I thought that I was the hottest thing on two feet with that big camera lens hanging off my neck. <laughs> oh, it's like. There's a, there, hey, there's, a, there's a lot of egos it, in uh, young up-and-coming photographers. It's very so, true. There's a lot so of it's fucking what you know what? It's not even on fire. It's white hot. It's like so hot. It's and mad. there's let's let's not count the old people out too. There's a lot of fucking egos out there with the older people too. And don't get me started. Fuck off. Uh, anyway, the reality was I did not even know the difference between sensor sizes yet, as evidenced by the fact that I thought anyone who bought a more expensive full frame. 60 over the he's getting nerdy here over the APS-C 70 was an idiot because the 70 had such better specs at a lower price I really hate face. nerdy shit like that I mean I get it you look at it when you're purchasing a new camera but whatever oh and I shot everything in continuous autofocus and high speed drive because oh. I, because I did not have a single lick of technique or any idea wow. of how to actually compose or execute an image. Pray and pray, man. Yep. Better to just take 2,000 shots and hope there's something worthwhile in the pile. Ooh, I like that. Worthwhile in the pile. Worthwhile in the pile. New podcast name. Yep. Oh, it's all about poop. Anyway, I set up about eight free, in quotations, headshot sessions over two days to play with my new toy and get my name out there. The night before my first session, I went out with some friends and of course I brought along my camera. Because it was nighttime, I bumped the ISO up to 3200 and left it there. If you have ever shot with the original 7D, you know that 3200 is very muddy and devoid of detail. And of course the next day, I did not check my settings before starting the headshots. I remember aperture priority mode making my shutter speed super fast due to the high ISO. Also, you're shooting an aperture aperture priority mode why are you shooting an aperture priority because he doesn't because he doesn't know what he's doing wait oh he's doing he's doing headshots that don't involve flashes probably if he's shooting no he did he oh no sorry eight eight headshot sessions so yeah he's probably just shooting ambient light yeah because um, i was gonna say you can't really shoot an av mode doing no studio lighting session anyways uh, I remember after we're not learning anything no, right we're, now. We're, we're definitely Stop not it. learning anything. Stop it. Stop thinking. I remember after priority ma- mode, making my shutter speed super fast due to the high ISO often maxing out at one eight thousandth of a second. 
But, Bam. I, but I did not listen to that little voice in my head telling me something was up, and I kept shooting. Needless to say, all, all the images looked awful with no detail on the face. None of the headshots were worth using. I'm sure they weren't worth using anyway. I had wasted two days of shooting, and I was very and had to have a very awkward conversation with eight separate people. Yeah, they didn't pay. So just tell them, I just lie and be like, yeah, "Yeah, my card corrupted. It didn't work. But I also knocked my ego back to where it belonged. And my my newly humbled self started earnestly learning how to be a photographer after that. So some good news came from it. (sighs) Yeah, that's... Listen, when you're first learning and you you're doing these gigs, like you have fucking no idea. Like when people when you're doing stuff from what like Kijiji or yeah, what's the thing in the states like Craigslist or whatever. oh yeah, Craig yeah yeah. People cannot expect that. I remember shooting this like birthday party a million years ago, like when I was first first starting. So mm-hmm. it's like one of my first gigs. And I remember getting there and like having this moment of absolute panic because. Uh, my batteries were dead in my cameras and just luckily I was able to like sort of fish one out of like a random (laughs) pocket so I was 15 minutes late getting in there like I was parked like panicking and then I was so frazzled with the lighting when I got in there because it was just like a boardroom at night with no windows and then they wanted a massive group picture of like the family so it was like 20 something people and like so I had to pose like 20 something people on these like benches and bleachers and stuff and light them. So I had my lights with me and I was like, great. And I set them up and like, I'm like looking in the back of the camera, like this doesn't look right, but I just kept shooting and I was, I had to go super high. ISO. well, the lights ne- weren't firing. Was oh. Like my triggers weren't working. Yeah. I just was shooting ambient light from like the modeling lamps. <laughs> oh man. So they are the grainiest, mm-hmm. shittiest, shittiest groove shots ever of all time but it's like i probably got paid 50 bucks to do that yeah i've like <laughs> i mean i've definitely learned not that we're learning anything but we're not learning anything those cheap fuckers aren't worth it because they expect the world they want like vanity fair style shoots for 50 dollars, and it's like yeah. i don't i don't got the time for you you pay me what i'm worth and we'll talk and we'll we'll kick ass on this. But, ugh, I mean, I've also been very fortunate in a lot of my cheap weddings is when I'm starting out or when I started out, they were friends. So everyone was super chill and super cool. And even then, my cheap weddings were still $1,000. So it's still yeah. not a small amount of money. I never played around with weddings. Like before I shot a wedding, I was really like prepared. Like I felt like really good about my technique and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that didn't happen at a wedding. I also went to photography school. So I had like, you know, oh, right. I, had yeah. a, I had a year lead up to get like, I, I was very comfortable with my camera. I was very comfortable shooting people, sh- photographing people. And yeah. also I, my life took a, turn that I didn't think it would. I was like, ah, I'll never shoot weddings. I want to do concerts and all this other stuff. And then it's like, ah, that doesn't pay anything. And the universe is like, guess what? Mm-hmm. You're doing this and I love it. Welcome to this world. It's fun. It's lots of fun. It is. I'm excited for um, 
the pivot of 2021, which is like a lot, a lot of smaller elopements mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like it just, it feels really fun because it's just like a change up. I, I can't wait for the first huge dance floor of when it's allowed and that's going to be really glorious when it's legal to dance again. I know. Not that I want to fucking dance because I'm terrible. You will never catch me dancing. Maybe, maybe I'll do it at the first wedding where it's all, all good, but I doubt it. Terrible <laughs> dancer. Terrible. I just like to do a little white girl two step on the side of the dance floor when I like a song. You like step, tap, step, yep. tap, step with your cameras on. Cause that's really all you can, like, you're not, you haven't, I mean, you're not the same level as everyone else there. <laughs> yeah, you're not. <laughs> right. Bumping. And you're still in work mode. So you're like, how can I gently like, in, like kind of Enjoy show it. that I'm enjoying myself with bodily movement? Step, tap, yeah. step, tap. Without like bumping and grinding. Cause you're not going to do that. It's a gentle show of excitement. <laughs> it works. Gentle show of excitement. I love that. Just very gentle, precious. Awesome. Oh. I think well, that, I think that redeemed me a little bit. That's a wrap. We told some stories. We, we told some stories. We did some stuff. Yeah. If you guys have stories, uh, send them to us. Yeah. Uh, however you want. You can message us on our Instagrams. Or the Facebooks. Podcast, or the Facebooks. Or you can email us at filtersremoved at gmail.com. And me and Mel both take turns not reading those until we, you know. Very careful. Yeah. I'm always like, I don't want to open that email. <laughs> Yeah, like when I saw a d- come in, I'm like, oh, gotta gonna read get, this one. Just beep it. You're gonna beep. You're gonna beep that name you're gonna, out. Completely gonna beep that out. You're gonna leave all this in, but you're just gonna beep the name yeah, out. Yeah. So like who who do you think it is? Tell us. Comment. Beep. Let us know. Beep it. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Thanks, guys. See you next Friday.